in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. everyone and welcome to another brand new episode of the top 10 i am john roca and i am matt nost and we are pleased to be here another week doing the top 10 with everybody out there listening and our thanks to uh once again another patron it's like a third week in a row yes in a whoa just yeah. we're getting so many good ones sam fernando sent in a uh uh acting runs who has mm-hmm. had the best run so we're doing that one today but we'll get to that in a minute but uh yeah. We're excited. Looking forward to it. What's new with you? Uh, just working on a bunch of stuff. Uh, just saw The Last Duel yeah, last night at a screening as we're recording this. The Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, uh, Adam Driver, and the Jodie Comer film. Um, and I liked it. Um, Good. It's, it's a medieval film set in medieval times, but yeah, it yeah. obviously has uh, topical stuff because she's a woman who was raped and, and accuses her accuser and has to go up against a male-dominated uh, situation to try to get her voice heard and get some justice. So uh, Jodie Comer is stellar in the movie, man. It's amazing how like Dis- someone is just toiling away, doing their thing, and they get that series, and they are just ready to step up to oh, the yeah. plate. It's incredible, and she's been fantastic. Free Guy, she was great in Free Guy. She's damn incredible in this movie. Um, and Driver's good too, and. Um, but Damon, I, I don't know. I feel like I don't know where we're at with Damon, Matt, because I feel like he he was good in Stillwater, uh, but nobody went to see it. And he's good True. here, but he doesn't really stand out. So are we on the descent of Matt Damon? Like, have we hit the peak? I think that's. I don't know. Are, you, are we on? Not that he's not any good anymore. It's more like, are we going to get the informer, uh, talented Mr. Ripley performances? Again, was 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 I mean, because I wanted him nominated for this last one. But after this, I don't know. Are we on the descent? I don't know. I'm asking a question. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, okay. Because he's done so much great work up until this point that I don't see why there are lulls in every career once it's True. long enough. And that's kind of what this show's about. On some, well, well, yeah, that's true. Because there's quite a few people that don't make my list because you're like, look, that's three years. What, yeah, you know, and then it's like a two year hiatus before we get back to anything remotely. And then it's like another two years, then a year off yeah. where they're putting, there's like one guy that's not making my list on this okay. one who has worked nonstop since he broke. Wow. Does five movies a year, every right. year. Right, but right, the problem right. is, is, over the course of two years, they could be 10 films and one, maybe two of them are great. Like there's yeah. eight or nine others in there that are just mediocre, bad, middling, whatever. And mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. begrudge that individual for working so much. It's like, awesome, dude, take, you know, that's what makes you happy. Go crazy. Yeah. Right. It doesn't affect my belief in your, you know, performance. And even in those, you know, movies that I don't like as much, I still mm-hmm. like you in them. Yeah. Of the ones I've seen, but I also know that I can tune up for quite a few of these. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think it could be Damon. There's also the different pressure of every film that you lead needs to be yeah. kind of big. 
So what if he fell back into more some ensemble stuff? Like he ends up in a spotlight type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see that for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not saying he's not a good actor anymore. I'm more saying like, have we hit the, the, the time of his career where other people are out acting him in his own films? And certainly coming out of last duel, I felt like driver and Jody Comer were like miles ahead of him in the movie. Oh, and, and Ben Affleck's in there as well. And I think Ben Affleck did a nice job, but I also think he kind of regressed back to being. Hey, he's a, a director behind chasing Amy kind of guy. guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. yeah. So. yeah. I think at this point, he's, <clears throat> that's where the majority of his focus appears to be from the outside looking in. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> uh, well, it's also yeah. perhaps it's the different, pressure too of they wrote it and they're part of the I'm guessing their production companies yeah. the ones that are doing it so it's the full scope of everything right Whereas right 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 the other two just get to focus on I need to show up and really crush this job not to say that Damon or Affleck or anybody else isn't trying to do that too but right. they are being pulled in other directions simultaneously while working on this project yeah yeah um and perhaps it's one of those they're so in awe by the other two of, man, we wrote that, and they, they performed that even better than I was hoping for. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, it could be that. Yeah. Yeah. Right, because, I mean, what? Well, no, I could, maybe I'm wrong, because, I mean, Ford versus Ferrari, he was great. He's great. Him and Bale are both fantastic in it. Yeah, they are. Bale gets the bigger part, because his character gets to be more of a live wire. Yeah. But... He is awesome in Ford versus Ferrari. I just rewatched that like a, I don't know, three weeks ago, month ago. Yeah, really? Okay. Well, maybe this is a resurgence then. Maybe I'm looking at it wrong because Martian was 2015, but then Jason Bourne didn't do well. And he wasn't bad at it. It just wasn't good. The Great yeah. Wall, he got ridiculed for. Didn't see it. Downsizing is terrible. Suburbicon was not good. Um, I didn't see Unsane, the one with Claire Foy. I did not see that. Um. And then Ford versus Ferrari comes in in 2019. So maybe there was a little bit of a lull here and now in Ford versus Ferrari and Stillwater. And he does do a good job in Last Duel. I'm not saying he isn't good in it. But so, yeah, maybe he's maybe he's on the come up again, finding new and interesting projects to have a part in. Yeah, very well could be. And yeah. okay. perhaps we redo this list one day and he is yeah. now... At the top, like he's part, this could be the crest of the biggest wave in the history of cinema. Who knows? <laughs> the Damon wave. I don't know. Um, but he's a dad now. Him. He's settled. You know, it's just, yeah, he's got more than one kid. It's tough. A, two or three. Yeah. yeah. Just at a different, I mean, he's lost all his connection to yeah. any kind of real life. Yeah. Or at True. least more average life. Right. Right. Um, um, I could, yeah. Uh, yeah, he is now part of the group of individuals. If you ask them what a gallon of milk costs, there's a damn good <laughs> chance they don't, he doesn't have the slightest clue. That's probably true. The craziest is when you find out about some of those and <laughs> they're like, what is it, 20 bucks? And you're like, $20? Think about it. Milk, $20? If nothing else, you can basically kind of peg it to the uh, what a gallon of gas costs. Right, right. So they're fairly close. Go with me. $20. You really think milk is $20? I, I can't remember who was. It was Bush. But there have been other people too. who was just like, oh, 20 bucks. And you're like, what? $10 I could understand. Maybe. Yeah. $20? 
Jesus. If I ever got rich, I don't care how rich I get. I would still go to the fucking store, for God's sakes. I guess it really comes down to what level of rich you're talking about. Right, right. Because some people, it's just not even advantageous for their time. Did you see the person the, that won like $700 million? They won the lottery the other 700, 700 million. No, Powerball or something? Yeah, it was the Powerball. $700 million. Can you imagine? <sighs> that, that number doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, to go from not having it to even after taxes, you're talking what, near $400 million? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, 400 that doesn't make sense that doesn't compute i would Hopefully. gladly do that i would gladly win 400 million oh of course put it in the fucking interest thing set aside a bunch of money for charities and shit like that and then just fucking chill out on that money go hang out in my beach house yeah run the podcast do the stereo i mean i would i wouldn't stop doing it because it'd be fun i'd have even more time i'd have even more time because i wouldn't have to be stressed out you be great. selective about your time. Exactly. Even better. Um, Start but I, I'd be down. curious as to how long that actually lasted. Yeah, a lot of people you lose their money once they like they spend all their money once they get it, which is so well, I'm talking about you podcasting. <laughs> I'm not saying you wouldn't do it for a while, but oh, after... I think it would last forever. Are you kidding? Oh my god. Because I would buy the greatest, most comfortable studio ever. And I would just flip on the mic and just sit there with seven TVs in front of me. And I would totally pull the Howard Hughes. There's no lie. Like seven TVs, the most comfortable fucking rocking chair or comfortable leather chair. I, I just think after a couple of years, you probably give it up. You have $400 million. You're insane. You can go and do anything in the entire world that you want to. You really want to sit and have to watch movies and TV shows, upcoming stuff. That's how you want to spend your time of the job of, oh, I got to review this and interview this. <laughs> Meanwhile, the actor that you're interviewing knows that you have $400 million in the bank. No, it's going to get weird and you're going to eventually go, I don't feel like doing this tonight. I don't have the incentive <laughs> of. I, I don't want to get soft, though. I don't want to get soft. You'll find other things to occupy your time. I believe it's just a guess. Uh, aren't you the guy that won forty million dollars? What are you doing interviewing me for? Yeah, it's, you know, you have some up and coming. Somebody wants to promote their new show coming out on whatever <laughs> streaming service. <laughs> Throw a dart, pick one. Netflix has some show. You're going to interview an actress off of that who's you know, like twenty four years old, and this is one of her first big breaks. Respect what I built. <laughs> And you have four hundred million dollars. You're gonna do. You're gonna do the prep for that. <laughs> <laughs> that I wouldn't. <laughs> oh man! I mean, would funny. I still if I had like still watch all the basketball? Yeah. Yeah. Do I think I'd continue doing dropping dimes? Probably not. Yeah. I'm still gonna watch all the games. I'm still gonna enjoy. Uh, but it just that ends and be like, oh yeah, I'm flying to Barbados. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out yeah, I'm gonna jump on my yacht and go over here. <laughs> <laughs> we got yeah, Wi-Fi on the yacht. Maybe I might Done. do it. I mean, I got 400 mil. I can afford it if they can make it happen. It's just I don't know if it's got to be all satellite phone, yeah. and then it gets ex expensive. Even though I got 400 mil, it's like dumb money. Uh, this is a waste of money. Yeah, totally. <laughs>
Um, give it to me. Give it to me. Uh, funny stuff, man. Anyway, but, what's up with you? What's up with you? Uh, you know, nothing much. Just hanging and banging, yeah. baby. Just hanging and banging. <laughs> hanging and banging. Done. done. Uh, <laughs> I was up cleaning out gutters and sweeping up yesterday. Oof. Took four hours. God damn. Yep. Sorry, dude. Well, it's it's because we got fucking bamboo and those things. I never Oof. knew they shed as much as they do. Uh huh. And it's there's there's two gutters in particular that just get hit, and I got to clean them out twice a year. Oof. I should probably do it more often because it took me that fucking long. Um, <laughs> so it's a you knock it all down, and you got to sweep it all up and clean everything up afterwards. And mm. it just rained the other day, so it was all gross. Yeah. Yeah, but that's why I was like, "Shit, if we're getting into the rainy season, I need to get this out because it's just gonna fuck the gutters up." And I'm an old man. <laughs> that's what I've. So I have more housework to do today, and then tomorrow's an entire day of it, and then I'm done for the week. Oh, nice! Yes. On Friday, you're done for the week. <laughs> I'm done for this week. Well, it just moves on, man. I but I need to finish Fridays. Uh, I have to rewire some stuff because we're getting a new washer and dryer. Oh, I nice! Put in a new plug. And cool. upgrade some other things. And then we're putting in a new washer and dryer on Monday. That's good. But That's I have good. to get everything prepped and ready for that so that when the delivery comes, it's just plug and play. Because <laughs> uh, I don't want to have to deal with those two things on Monday. Yeah. So, yeah. Welcome to being a homeowner. And then that one finishes. And I have another one right after that. It never Kaboom. fucking ends. Kaboom. <laughs> it never fucking ends. That's all right, though. Some of them I enjoy. Most of them. Yeah. That's life. Yeah. Others I they can go straight to hell, but <laughs> like digging out that tree. I, I, oh. I didn't mind that one. Yeah. Actually, it took three days. Oof. I showed my buddy a picture of it afterwards. I only I only took a picture when it was down to I had a quarter of it left. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I quartered it after I dug down. And he said the same thing I thought when I was doing it. It looks like petrified wood. Oh shit. Um here, I can text you a picture of it. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, that way, I mean, at least the two of us, you know, everybody listening, fuck <laughs> off. I can, I can show people that, uh, potentially that, uh, are watching. Oh yeah. I'll bring it up on the screen. If you text it to me, I'll bring it uh, up. Sure. I'll share the screen and bring it up there. Sure. Let me just <laughs> cycle through and I'll send it over to you. Now this is just a quarter of it, but it weighed like 40, 50 pounds in this picture. Wow. Just this quarter. Um, Craziness, See man. the after. There we go. So there are the two. There's a long distance shot and then one up close. Okay. It says, oh, wow. Delivered. All right. All right. So let me save them real quick and I'll bring them up on the screen. It's really, I should have left. If you're ever on Imager, I should have put like a banana for scale to show you what the size is. <laughs> There's no real scale. Oh. Okay. Uh, but if you can see it, so you get on the close up of the closer piece. That was that took three days. Okay. And basically uh killed one chainsaw. Wow. Well, it was an old chainsaw, it was something the old homeowner left here. Right. And it was fine. But even with a new chainsaw, it still took a long fucking time. And that was three days. But anyway, so it just that finished. Okay, this week is are these things? Yeah. You know, the gutters, I need to do this electrical and get everything ready uh, and clean out the garage is what I'm doing as soon as we finish today is I'm cleaning out the garage. Wow. Uh, it's got to be done for the electrical. 
So it's just one thing after another. It's fine. It's all right. Finish right. this one. Move on to the next. <laughs> uh, and I already know what those next things are, too. That's the best part. Oh, wow. oh you think it's over? There's one looming that I just don't want to do. You're not. You're I've already done half of it, which is paint the, the interior of the house. Right, right. We have our bedroom and like a, the main living room with TV and where this desk is and all that stuff. And just like, I don't right. know where we put all this stuff to paint these walls, like especially our bedrooms. I don't have the slightest clue. Right. Because it's a small bedroom. Um, so those have been sitting there for like six months going, I need to start those at some point. <laughs> <laughs> the bedroom's the only one I'm not really looking forward to. So what's this one? So what's that's that? The, Let me take the brand down here. Hold that's on. where I dug down. So that's one quarter of the stump left with the big wow. root coming out the bottom. Right, right, right. And that's one of many roots that I had to dig and cut out. Wow. So that's that's dug down uh, about 30 inches ish. Interesting. And then the second one I sent you is just a close up of the side of that. And you can see what the texture of it looks like. Okay. Let me bring up that one. And then the other one is, but once again, scale. So this quarter piece is probably six inches by eight or 10 at the top. And then the depth of it. But what does that wood look like to you? Petrified wood. Yeah, it does look yeah. like, does it not? Yeah, of course. It took fucking hours to chainsaw through. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It Just, looks like you gnawed it with your mouth. It's well, like that, that so top is after driving up. wedges through. Yeah. It just split the, once I draw, I quartered into four and then split it out. And then once wow. it got split out, then I dig deeper to get lower in the roots. And I right. take the chainsaw as low as I can get it into the roots and then pull out the big chunks. Jesus. Yeah. So that, uh, there you go. That's a total of like uh, 12 hours, 14 hours to get that. Wow. Out. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. Well, I started on day one. I was like, I should be able to bang out most of this today and then do, finish it tomorrow. Right. And after day one, I was like, this thing is taking forever to cut. For, I didn't even finish the cross cut on the first day. Oh, shit. I got one done and then started on the second. And the chainsaw was just like, I'm out. Like, All right. I got to get another chainsaw. And then the chainsaw I bought, I brought it home. It didn't work. So then I had to return that chainsaw. Oh, fuck. That sucks. And replace it. Yeah. With another one. And it worked just fine. But it's just like, oh, this adds an, an hour of driving to the store and back again. Yeah. After least. I was just fucking there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. So that that job ends this week. Gutters Garage Electrical next week uh, is trying to delay the painting because I don't want to get to it and do other things. <laughs> the week before uh, that stump was putting in an AC. This is uh, the life. Yeah, this is the life. So, <laughs> although our place needs more work than your average home. Oh, really? Well, it's just, it's almost a hundred years old. Oh yeah. 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 That so it's just going to need more work overall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've got a original copper wiring that we tore out but it was just crazy seeing this stuff from 90 years ago right and still technically fine but it's just like you know what we're already doing this over here why don't we just go ahead and do all of it uh, it doesn't make sense to leave just this tiny little section of wire that's you know 90 years old that's true that's true uh, interesting all right well there you go that is uh yeah that's my life hey <laughs> matt damon handyman 
I love it. I respect it. Homeowner, sorry. Matt Damon, homeowner. Sorry, I meant to say homeowner. It's all right. I'm growing the mullet out like uh, the duelist. It's going to be <laughs> fucking bitching. The, she, the, the fact that the mullet is back disturbs me. Yeah, I know. I saw a bunch of people with mullets last night during the Dodgers playoff game. And I was just like, what are people doing wearing mullets in L.A.? For fuck's sake. A couple... I. I know one dude has one. He pulls mm-hmm. it off, but he's also had it for like the past five years. Okay. So he's not on the trend. No. Um, but almost everyone, if you're not 17, it looks really strange. Yeah. That is a kid's haircut. If you're not Patrick Swayze, it looks really strange. Let's tell the truth. Well, that was a different time. I don't see the mullet getting to that level ever yeah. again. Okay. Do you? Transams. What's next? But I don't know. Does Michael Bay have a movie coming out right now? Because it's over. <laughs> and the Trans Am is the second lead after Optimus or whoever it is. I rock Z's Fieros. Oh, hell that? yeah. They said it in the 80s. Um, make the act like Bumblebee never happened. And good to go. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, <laughs> anyway, so we're going to get into uh, our top 10 acting runs here. This could be male or female. Um and uh, we're going to break them down. I don't know. I, we might have some crossover. This could be a very interesting list for sure. Uh, but the one uh, qualifier was that has to have at least been five years of good movies. It could be longer, but it has to be at least yeah. five years and um, to qualify. I was so. Yeah, this is the hardest list that I personally oh my had to do in a long time. Two days. It took me two days to do this list. I, I have a top 15 and I stopped doing mm-hmm. it because I. I counted it up and I, I, there very well could be some people that I missed. And there's yeah. also quite a few, you know, stars of yesteryear, so yes. to speak, where I haven't seen enough in that run to make, to give my honest opinion. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not excluding them because I don't think their run is worthy. It's just like, I can't give an opinion to that. Right. Um, right. Cause there were numerous that I went back and I was like, what about so-and-so and be like, I've seen this, haven't seen that, that, but I've seen this and this. Yeah. So it's like a five-year run. There's, Especially those times, like in the fifties, where you're under contract. Oh yeah, you're just churning out movies and be like, "Dude, he did five that year. I've seen one. The next year, I've seen two. That's not bad for an individual from that era for me. True. Three in over two years, but I can't speak to these other, you know, six. Yeah, um, yeah that makes sense. So a bunch yeah. of those, but I tried, I tried to over the course of the five years, they almost exclusively have bangers. Yeah. I tried to keep it more modern as well. I, I went back in the time, but I haven't, you know, as many classics as I've seen, some of those other ones that are peppered in, because that was the time when you were doing like 10 movies a year. Yeah. Or eight just, movies a year. So it's like, yeah, I can't get through that. I tried. Those. I really, yeah. legitimately, I went through so many different IMDb profiles, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. every star of yesteryear, I looked at their IMDb and it was just like, I can't, even yeah. for the big guys, just yeah. like, I can't string together enough of a five year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. on this early stuff. But even with that excluded, uh, my list is either 36 or 37 people. Wow. That's a lot. All have legitimate claim. Mm. Um, I have, once again, I did my top 15 and then I just stopped because I was like, I could, I could order out this full 36 and then I'd agonize, well, should they be 23 or is that more of like an 18? <laughs> I reordered my top 10 list several times. I, I just bumped somebody off like wow. a half hour before we started recording. Oh, Okay. Um, interesting. The, and I was like, you know what? If I'm stacking these resumes, yeah, in this run, I have more movies that I like of this other individual versus mm-hmm. this. And it's like, ah, they're now 11. One surprised me how high 
oh. they made it. Not on my list. They're on mm-hmm. the 15. Right. But they're at 12. And I was like, I can't believe they made 12. To me, um, it was about like if you only were doing one or two, two films a year and then you nailed at least one of them, you qualified. Okay. But if you, the breadth of your work as well was, I was fact. So I would allow a few clunkers mm-hmm. if the overall breadth of your work is incredible. So, uh, and I, that made it kind of like a, a, a malleable thing as I was going along. Yeah. Yeah. I extended a couple oh, of people's yeah. windows because it's like, yes, there are two movies right here, mediocre, but then mm-hmm. right after that, three of these next four are great. Yeah. So it's yeah, just like, yeah. this is a seven, eight year run. Yeah. And I'm not dinging them for they had two, three crap movies in that mix and be like, yeah, but look at the overall arc of how many of these productions either I love or I know the preponderance of individuals out there are yeah. big fans. Yeah. Uh, even if I don't agree. Yeah. Um, although there's going to be one on your list. I'm okay. guessing he's my number 12. Okay. He was originally my number uh, seven, then went down to eight, and then Ow. I jumped dropped him down. It's like, well, I'm going to pull this other and put him up. And then he dropped down to 12. Uh, Cause I didn't reorder again. I was like, I'm done reordering. <laughs> I d- I've done it several times. This one was tough. San Fernando sent it in and yeah. it's a great topic. It's and, uh, thank you for it. And we'll get to his list at the end. Absolutely. Uh, what a challenge. What it was, it was challenge. tough. Yeah, it was tough and it was fun. So thank you uh, for the homework assignment and the way the show works is I do three, he does three, I do two, he does two, then we both do one apiece. Once we're finished with our personal top tens, we create the shows between the two of us. Bang. Uh, I'm just jumping in. Let's do it. Do it. Let's do it. Because we're going to have a lot of discussions. Yes, we are. So a seven-year run at 10 is Morgan Freeman from 1989 to 1995. Wow. Okay. Go ahead. You You have Lean on Me. Okay. Yes. Driving Miss Daisy. Eh. Yes. But mm-hmm. Oscar caliber. Oscar he won the best winners. picture. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's just like, I will give it up for that. That's why it makes it. Then okay. Glory. Right. Robin Hood, which I am an unadulterated fan of. I realize it's got flaws. Don't give a Bruce shit. of Thieves. Yep. All right. Respect. Unforgiven. Oh, yeah. Shawshank Redemption. Seven. And if mm. you really want to, you can throw Outbreak on the tail end of that. But that three trifecta of Unforgiven, Shawshank, and Seven. On top of Lean on Me, on top of Glory, on top yeah. of Robin Hood, I was like, you know what? It's good stuff. It is excellent stuff. Yeah, I there's a lot of it. deserving, and I just he made it a ten. I just left him, and I moved other people in and out. Wow, I I, I didn't think about him because to me, I see him as you know like an ensemble character, not necessarily a lead. So in my mind, I was trying to focus on people who are carrying these movies. Um, but Morgan is a very strong second lead and in, in all those films you mentioned so uh, or lead like he is a yeah. lean on me so that's a great choice man great great choice didn't even think about it but that's a hell of a run yeah especially for a guy later in life do you know what i'm saying yeah i mean he was an adult the first time it's like wilford brimley's always been 70 to me yeah <laughs> yes even when he was like 42 or something, the first time he was on television, we really got to know him. Uh, so Still true, looked man. like he was fucking so 70 true. years old. Morgan Freeman has always been an adult. He's always been dad or grandpa. Yeah. Um, but he has that authority type figure. And I, I looked at character actors, mm-hmm. but the problem is they work so much. Oh, yeah. Like Stephen Root, love him. But oh, sure. It's tough to find a five-year run in there that you can plausibly defend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I looked at 
ton was it james hong and oh Jim like hong. all these just random characters oh i fucking love that guy sure. and then you go look at him and be like yeah i love it in 12 15 movies but he worked yeah. a bunch and there's a whole bunch of 80s mediocrity that i've only seen once or i know is bad and i never saw yeah no fault of his own mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um there's quite a few but morgan freeman was like man if you really look at that seven year run it's a great choice man it's when you close out with those three, when you yeah. go Unforgiven, into Shawshank, into Seven, three movies that I personally think are some of my favorites, mm. and I happily have watched countless times. Yeah, yeah. And you just throw in, for shits and giggles, Lean on Me, Glory, Robin Hood. Yeah. Uh, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm in on that seven-year run. So that's my 10. Okay. What's your nine? <laughs> uh, Excuse me. My number nine yeah. is... Robin Williams. Ooh, nice choice. Go ahead. Robin Williams. I like it. So technically you can do 87 all the way to 96 if you want to. Okay. Okay. Which includes Good Morning Vietnam. Good stuff. Dead Poets, which I'm not the biggest fan of, but I know is beloved. Yes. Uh, Adventures of Baron Munchausen. I think it's fine, but I know people that are adamantly defend it to the death. Like, (laughs) all right, to each their own. Awakenings I love. Yes, Awakenings is great. Cadillac Man, I actually genuinely love. <laughs> okay. Fisher King. Yes. And then Hook, which is a defining movie of a lot of people 10 years younger than us generation. Okay. Yeah. Aladdin after that, Fern Gully, Mrs. Doubtfire, Jumanji, The Birdcage, into Hamlet. That's good stuff. That is excellent stuff. Yeah. yeah. And that's also now you're part of the fabric of two separate generations childhoods Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. by closing out with, you know, Jumanji towards the end there. And now we have Jumanji for another. And those kids will probably go back and rewatch the Robin Williams because there's another Jumanji. Yes, there is. Yeah. Yeah. So it just, it lives on. And, uh, it's a good point. Jumanji and hook closing out two generations of, yeah. Yeah. Just probably. And he's a part of, you know, my childhood. Yeah. It doesn't connect to hook and doesn't connect you know, to Jumanji the same way that others do. Yeah. Um, but over the course of all those years, I'm, I had him originally higher and just looking at it, be like, it's also Baron Munchausen. I, I don't like, yeah, it's okay. But I have a few friends that just love it. Yeah. It's crazy. I know. It's like a, a lot of the Terry Gilliam stuff. The, yeah. The defenders of it think it is the bee's knees. Yeah. But I couldn't make, I don't understand the love for Brazil. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. I've it's, seen it. It's a weird little film, dude. I, yeah. But people hold it up and it just yeah. like, uh, clearly it doesn't resonate for me yeah. the way it does for you. But I feel that way about like uh, the master. I've heard people and be like, it's boring. There's no point. I don't care about anybody and be like, man, yeah. I was enthralled. Um, So cinema can hit you in different ways. Definitely, man. Definitely. But yeah. So he ends up at nine okay. because it's just like, I, there are a few in there that, I have trouble defending. Right, right. Totally. When you look at the overall impact of how many people have been affected by this guy and the loss when he committed suicide. Oh, yeah. The ripple effect of that was pretty, pretty incredible. No doubt. No doubt. Um, So he ends up my number nine. Good choices, man. All right. What's your eight? Uh, My number eight is Christian Bale. Ooh, really? Okay. 2005 to 2015. Okay. Listen to this fucking murderer's row of movies. Okay. He supplanted my 12. And I was like, if I'm going fucking tit for tat, 
So it starts with Batman Begins. Yes. The Prestige. Yes. Rescued on. Okay. 310 to Yuma. Rescued on is awesome. I don't know if you've seen it yet. No, I haven't seen it yet. Okay. It's, it's awesome. Herzog. I should watch it. Okay. 310 to Yuma. Yeah, good film. The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Okay. He gets asked to do a Terminator. That's pretty rarefied air. You're kind of getting tapped to replace Arnie. Do I like the movie? No, but no. still saying something. Yeah, yeah. Public Enemies. Okay. The Fighter. Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Okay. Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. American Hustle, The Big Short. It's good stuff. Okay. That's a run. That's a hell of a run. That is a run. And you're only two kind of, uh, yeah. is Dark Knight Rises, and which I like, uh, and... Um, I think it's got flaws in Terminator Salvation. In Terminator Salvation. Terminator Salvation. The, but, I shouldn't have written now, but I was like, I'm trying to put them all in the scope of. No, but you could argue those are still two massive franchises to be a huge. part of. So, yeah. That's good. And you look at that run, it's just like, <clears throat> yeah. Who I bump down, I have more problems on the overall list, but I can agree that, oh, if you love that movie, yeah. It was a huge movie. Right. Right. right um, absolutely. Yeah. Dark, but, and I want to include four. Versus Ferrari, but it was just too many years in between. Yeah, yeah, in between mm-hmm. to to get up to scale it up that large, and we're already talking about, you know, from so eleven years from two thousand five to two thousand sixteen, and I didn't omit. I can look right. it up, but uh, I maybe omitted like one or two movies. That was pretty much his shooting schedule. Yeah. Um, for the bulk of that time, just like look at that resume for that era. Yeah. It was impossible to go to the movies and not see Christian Bale in one of the most heralded or largest box office movies of that year. And I think a bunch of those will stand the test of time. Yeah. Yeah. Personally, I think you got a good shot with Batman Begins, The Prestige, Dark Knight, possibly The Fighter, and The Big Short. Yeah. And those are your... So that's pretty fucking big. Yeah, I feel like you're not appreciating the grandiosity of the scale. Well, Bale's a difficult actor for me to like. I can appreciate Bale, but Bale's never moved me. Bale's never made me feel something in a theater. But I've certainly appreciated his work. You know, like in Batman Begins, I like him as Batman, and he does a good job with it. Dark Knight, he's not started that movie. Heath Ledger is. uh, what was it? Oh, 310 to Yuma? Certainly, but it's Russell who, and Ben Foster I'm watching more than Christian. So it's that kind mm-hmm. of thing. But but in Ford versus Ferrari, he is stellar. In The Fighter, he is fucking stellar. So yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it's just like that kind of uh, uh, that kind of actor. So I certainly appreciate it uh, for sure and appreciate his work and, and prestige. He's great as well, but it's really it's really Hugh and his mania in that whole movie. That is uh, but you need, what I'm watching. Of course, of course. The of course. eye of the hurricane and all yeah. of these is what you're describing. Is yeah, that's what he the, is. That's what he is. Yeah. yeah he still had carries that presence. Except when he's, uh, except in the fighter and except in, in, in the yeah, other but he's film. the center. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. Um, yeah. I don't know. Just, it's good stuff. It's, but, it's you know, a hell of a run. You're either a- in, Movies that get nominated for Oscars, yeah. or you're in the biggest box office movie of the year. Every yeah, year. It's true. Those are the only two gears you have. I make a billion dollars, or my movies get Oscars. <laughs> that's it. That's that is crazy talk. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because there are other guys that are like, I'm a box office stud. And I left off quite a few box office studs. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, but there's also a bunch of shit in there. Or when you went for the Oscar stuff, it never works. Yeah. Um. So to be unassailable in both those regards, I know what you mean. He's never chewing the scenery. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. But do I think he could do something akin to a Day Lewis? Yeah, I think he could. Okay. Because he has that same kind of quiet intensity that can boil over. Yeah. Plus, we've heard the tapes from set, so we know he's got anger issues. <laughs> so, How dare you? How dare you? You tell me he couldn't be, you know, a uh, Reginald Plainview, and it's about the adopted son's son. <laughs> when I say I'm an old man, you'll agree. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, definitely. His his American accent is so good. I think it was uh, <laughs> American Psycho when they did the rap party and he was speaking in his Welsh. The story is that the crew thought that he was working on his next part. <laughs> and he's so method that he began. He's like, no, that's because he never deviates. When he's on set, he is that character. Right, right, right. So he only spoke in with his American accent working <laughs> on the movie. So when they heard him then, they're like, well, okay, what's the project coming up? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that kind of commitment. Because a lot of times I think that staying in character seems to be asinine. Right. But, but for him, when, it's what works. Yeah, but but it makes sense. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, I see the right. results. Right. If it works for you and you're actually getting results, then fuck what anyone else thinks because they're not paying your bills. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Um. Okay. So that's your 10, 9, and 8. Yes? Yes. Okay. Uh, we're going to start at number 10 for me, and that's Costner. Okay. He's on he's on my overall list. Okay. He did not okay. make my top 15, but he's in the discussion. All right. I highlighted cost, his name. It's from Oh, sorry. I moved the uh, here hold on. Where's my list? God damn it. It's from The Untouchables to What did I put it? God damn it. I got uh, oh, I go. said from The Untouchables uh to The Bodyguard. So, and that's 5 cuz 87 to 92 that's 5. So, sure. you've got The Untouchables no Way Out, Bull Durham, Field of Dreams. You could argue Revenge, the Tony Scott film. Dances with Wolves, though, 1990. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, like you said. JFK, The Bodyguard. You could even throw in A Perfect World, which is 93. So you could make it 87 to 93. And that's a damn good run. That's a damn good run. And look, after 93, you get wider, which I personally like, but I know it's not everybody's favorite film. The War with Elijah Wood. Then you get Waterworld, which really is the beginning, of possibly of the end. But then he bounces back with Tin Cup. Yeah, so years later, though. Yeah, it's ninety six, so it's not. It's 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 just a couple or two, two or three years after the end of the run, in my opinion, where you can stop the conversation. But I mean, there's an Oscar winning film in there that he directed in mm-hmm. Dances with Wolves. Uh, Field of Dreams is the a lot of people think is their favorite sports movie ever. No way, uh, no way out is an incredible film that people don't remember as much as they should. With Hackman and him, Untouchables is a quintessential Brian De Palma film, and then you get into JFK, which is essentially the crown jewel of Oliver Stone as a director. Um, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. You said a lot of people like that movie still, and Bodyguard, which had the number one selling soundtrack uh, this side of Saturday Night Fever, I think, ever. And it and, and Whitney. It was the last time Whitney Houston. Well, I mean, it was announced Whitney Houston rather as an actress and it really worked. And then if yeah. you want to throw in perfect world, great stuff with him and Clint Eastwood in a Clint Eastwood directed film. So, um, yeah, yeah, I wrote, I wrote down 85 to 93 cause I was going back for Silverado. 
Oh yeah. Oh, well, because I again, like two, I focused yeah, somewhere where he's the lead. You know. Yeah, yeah. Really, there's yeah. two. I see. I didn't. I didn't focus on that because we didn't say the lead. No, no. We, just we did acting. It was my own so personal. Yeah. Who's doing what? Where in what yeah. movies is what I was. But Silverado is the first time I I saw him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But then there's like two movies in between. Yeah. Uh, you know that in No Way Out or maybe three movies. Right. And it's just like I think I'm stretching going back for Silverado. <laughs> that's that's why I didn't go back to Silverado. I'm yeah, like, I know. Eh. Yeah, uh, but I, yeah. Uh, otherwise, it'd be what 87 to 93. I think that's a legit run. He's yep. in the discussion. There's let's yeah. get. I got 36 options here. Yeah, 37. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. Um, but yeah, you've got some career defining and generational defining movies. Mm-hmm. I agree mm-hmm. with you on Field of Dreams, and for those that don't say field of dreams bull durham might be their favorite sports movie oh that's true that's a fair point some people really like bull durham as yeah. well yeah yeah you're not wrong there and amazingly there's never been another movie with al capone in it that i've liked <laughs> that's that tom hardy one is brutal uh yeah it is bad nothing fucking happens yeah you're uh right about that is terrible dancing with wolves i think at the time i liked it i don't anymore but that's right. fine. It won an Oscar. It won an he Oscar. directed it. Yeah. You were pitching me Morgan Freeman and nobody likes driving Miss Daisy anymore. So it's the same thing. I agree. Um, the same thing. <laughs> all right. So that was my 10. So then my nine is Russell Crowe, which might be a punt. No? That uh, is a slight punt. Okay. Slight punt. Slight punt. We'll see if we have the same years. Uh, and then my number eight, I didn't write all the movies down, so but I wrote the, uh, the time. Now, so I, I'm using IMDb as the guideline sure. here uh my number eight is eddie murphy that is also a slight punt Ooh, okay all right all right uh what do you got at seven then oh i'm glad we have some overlap so seven yeah. is the russ crow okay so let's get do you mind if i start since i was one or what, what's here? your year range we might okay have so my year range, range is 97 to 2007 but same dude that okay. that is 11 years yeah yeah of yeah. stellar it is it is you start with L.A. Confidential. There's two yep. other movies called Heaven's Burning and Breaking Up. But Mystery Alaska, people defend Mystery Alaska. But the same year as The Insider, which is like the beginning Fantastic. of the prime Russell Crowe run. Yeah. Then you get Gladiator. Yep. Then you can you can ignore Proof of Life because then you I get like Beautiful Life. Yep, a lot of people do. Master and Commander, Cinderella Man, which is incredible. Yep. 310 to Yuma, American Gangster. That's your 10 right there. That's your 10-year run right there. That's a pretty good fucking run. That's- yeah, technically it's eleven years. Yeah, eleven. Yeah, sure. Fair point. Yeah. Um eleven years. Mm-hmm. And you have you're also like speaking to us on some level with Master and Commander yes. and 310 to Yuma. Uh and potentially Cinderella Man, if you know, some people could dismissed it outright because it's a sports I movie. Yeah. I know. Um, but I came around to it. Uh mm-hmm. and you just look at that list and you're like, dear God. Yeah, it's crazy that it's rare for me to see you now. When you look at the scope of the movies that he's already done, it's like yeah. this dude can do it all. Um, now I'm I'm hoping the other guys, uh, pardon me, the nice guys is oh the nice guys, yeah. A trend of we're going to get more Russ Crow back in our lives. Hmm. Uh, I hope so, but that was also what two three years ago at this point. Yeah, and I can't think of anything as of late but it's also they, been a weird 18 months well they tried right with the mummy there that was going to launch this whole thing he was going to play jekyll yeah, and hyde hide. yeah but it never really it didn't take off 
Boy Erase didn't do well. Um, but then he did play Roger Ailes in the loudest voice that miniseries. Oh, that was good. Yeah, he won the Emmy for that, I believe. Yeah, he was good. Um, but now we're back to Unhinged, which was really fucking terrible. So is that the one with just him pissed off in the car? Yes. That's all I know about it. Just road rage for a movie. This is (laughs) a paper thin premise. So unless you the best case scenario in, in this day and age to me is crawl. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A paper thin, but they manage the dynamic between Barry Pepper and his daughter is awesome. Yes, yes, cool. So it makes the movie. Kaya Scavallario, um, yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, this is a Steven Seagal fucking level <laughs> premise. <laughs> Russell, you're better than that. Yeah, it was I was so surprised. Um, but no, he's got like six films that he's shooting or in the works right now, uh, including Thor Love and Thunder, where he's playing Zeus. So yeah. that'll be curious to see. What that cast got. is getting super interesting. That's out of, that cast is out of control, dude. Um, but yeah, that's a great run. So as you said, almost uh, essentially eleven years. So, um, yeah, so he's my up, nine, and you're seven. So yeah, it's it's just crazy. It is. You're right. You're to right. be around, and then there's still stuff around the edges of that. You know, Man of mm-hmm. Steel is a couple mm-hmm. of years after this run. Right. 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 Right, uh, but there's there's too much in between to yes. you know pull in. Agreed. It's kind of like um, you ever play Rummy, yeah, and so you can take from the cards exposed from the but the bottom card you got to play right, and you're looking at it and looking at your hand, and sometimes there's enough to go in and pick up twelve cards, fifteen yeah, cards, exactly. And there are other times when you're like, yeah, there's Man of Steel down there, but there's a whole lot of bullshit that I've got to now <laughs> sit in my hand, and they have two cards left I'm about to go out. Yeah, is this enough to actually do this right now? Is it's probably not. <laughs> yeah, or should I stop while I'm ahead and I'm laying yeah. out? I've got, you know, quad aces over here. Yeah, plus, you know, uh, king through ten, and then I've got a three fives and whatever. I got a nice <laughs> laid out in front of me. I'm crushing. I don't need to go for these and cut right. into my right. already massive lead. Anyway, <laughs> uh, all right. So, what's your six? My six is Eddie Murphy. Oh, okay. So what is your run for Eddie? 82 to 88. Okay. I think that's right. You're right. To, to coming to, well, coming I to go, America closes. Is that, is that 89? I think that's 89, isn't it? Oh, is it? I'm I wrote it down right off. Now. I could have gotten it wrong off IMDb, but I'm looking at right now. What do you Sorry. Have? 89. Yeah. 88 is coming to America. You're right. Okay. Yeah. That's the run. That's the fucking run. 48 hours trading places, Beverly Hills cop. Uh, golden you, child don't golden you fucking child. leave it out I fucking fuck old child. Beverly Hills cop to... coming to America yeah absolutely that's the run that's interspersed the run. in there are delirious and yes raw. and raw and also my girl likes to party all the time he also that's had a true. number one hit he had song. Number one hit. so now you know is say the opening seven to ten minutes of delirious very problematic in today's yes, day and age apologized for it so. yes it is yeah um but it doesn't change the fact that when I was a kid yes. and still for the longest time, yeah. uh, I still love quite a bit of that special. I do cringe at the opening now. Sure. Sure. Uh, Cause he just so casually uses it. Yeah. Which you don't think about. The you don't remember nature. how casually people use yeah, it. I didn't, I don't know. Mm. I guess it's just because at the time I didn't know any gay people. Right, right, right. And you didn't understand the sting of what that could entail. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, so anyway, but yeah. over the course of that, 
I believe that's his full run. Is there another yeah. movie in there? Uh, one. What another movie in that run? Best Defense, which is that terrible Dudley Moore one. That's the oh other. yeah, that's I've never terrible. seen it. Yeah, it's horrible, and they're not even. They don't even share the screen in the whole movie. That's what's crazy about the movie is you cast two. You would argue one guy who's on the tail end of being a comedic uh, yeah, star, and yeah. one who's completely on the rise. And uh, it's a supernova. Work. Yeah, supernova. Yeah, fair, fair. Unlike, I don't think the comedy world had ever seen in, in regards to movie and pop culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, he went from. Yeah, because Richard's movies were never like this. Richard no. was in movies, but he was never like this, you know? So, And he wasn't... I think Eddie probably had broader appeal across all spectrum. Agreed. To SNL. Right, right. Just Good he's point. in more homes. In one season, he's out, and he becomes a massive movie star. Yep. Uh, it's just... Eddie Murphy was a lot of my childhood and signifies quite a bit of the 80s to me. Yeah. Um, it's amazing how they don't i mean you know like you can watch norbit and norbit is just a fucking entire litany of shit you can't do now and that's 2007 um you know he does the asian like stereotype voice with one does he i've never i've seen terrible and i've seen bits and pieces because the fucking trailer was so god awful yeah god damn eddie get out of these fat suits yeah and the fat suit thing that's like vilifying women vilifying women of weight you know there's a lot of weight jokes at her expense so fat shaming all through the thing so uh, you know it's 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 it's, at the time there were some moments in the movie that i thought were funny but now and now when you look back you're like oh my god yeah we can't can't even do that nowadays and you understand um but i think there's an there's a like people sense that there's a good heart in Eddie's performances and, and Eddie is a person. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why he doesn't get canceled. I think that's why they don't come after him in the way they came the, when they came after him for the, the LGBTQ stuff for the using that F word. He totally apologized. He didn't defend it or fight back or like Chappelle just did, did a whole special about it. Um, he did his own thing. And so I, and he apologized. And I, I think that helps a long way to people just letting it go because we're all like waking up to some of the stuff from the past that we kind of ignored or let go or didn't think about. And people are making us more aware of it. And we're getting the chance to kind of reevaluate that. So that's not a bad thing. You know? No, not at all. And so, yeah, I think that's uh, all you can do is be like, I- I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. I mean it genuinely. I, I, yeah. I am sorry. And right. uh, I didn't know. Yeah. People are allowed to grow and change. And I hope so. Yeah, I hopefully he has he's honest about that. Yeah, and uh, I feel like he is watching. So do I. I don't feel disingenuous in the slightest. Yeah, he's a dad. Um, But anyway, but okay. I mean, Eddie in that run is, I mean, it's just ridiculous. He's he's what twenty years old? Yeah, forty eight hours. Yeah. We're never going to see this run again. From not, not like this. Not, not from like a this. kid of yeah. he was in high school two years ago right. to now he is known internationally and we all agree is hilarious. He was so confident in those movies past his age. Like he radiates a guy in his late 20s, early 30s in those movies. Just not look wise, just the energy. And so it's surprising when you find that he was fucking 21. It's like watching... Uh, Greg Oden, and they tell you he's 17. You're like, there's no fucking way that is 17. Yeah, but Oden was so sheepish. Like, he's one of those tall dudes who's really quiet because he's always stuck out and he didn't like that kind of attention. Yeah. 
Uh, whereas Eddie, Eddie loved the attention. I, I mean, I want to know in high school, did people know? Could you tell, or was oh, he maybe. still a young kid, kind of figuring out like we all were? Well, his mom said they were taking him to do stand-ups at 14, yeah. 15 years old in the city. So clear, it's like Gaga. Gaga's mom was driving her in to perform at 16, 17 years old in those clubs. So like sometimes people say, and you wouldn't get booked, uh, Matt, and you know this as being in the stand-up world, you would not get booked as consistently as he was if he didn't have the goods or some uh, potential of the goods. Uh, yeah. At that time, you think? I've seen the kid novelty act quite a few times. <laughs> I'm sure, but so you have him around. Fair they enough. do they do well enough, and you're like, this kid is 12. This is amazing. <laughs> but whether or not they stick with it, right? Uh, I've, I don't know that I've ever really seen it succeed. But at the same time, I've never seen a kid who's Eddie Murphy, right? Uh, yeah, was... he had a good story on uh, comedians, yeah, in cars talking about doing a show out in the middle of nowhere and he was supposed to get paid and bomb so hard. The guy was like, in essence, I'm not fucking paying you. Yeah. <laughs> and his dad had to drive and go and pick him up. And then on the before I drive home, Oh, you think you're some sort of comedian, huh? You're supposed to get money for bus fare and I'm picking your ass up. Uh, a little humility is good in the, in the business. Man. <laughs> yeah. I've had those where you're just like, mom, you're supposed to pay me now. Like that didn't go well. <laughs> I remember once I got paid, I specifically asked because I knew it was going to be bad. It was a private uh, gig. Mm -hmm. And I just knew going into it, it's like, this is a recipe for disaster. Right. So you're going to pay me beforehand. Oh, wow. And the woman agreed to it because it's like a, I was there to roast a guy on his birthday. Oof. And she sent me a bunch of stuff to to roast him on. I was like, yeah. sure, no problem. Um, and it was at breakfast, mind you. Oh, my God. We were having a brunch. So he's an older guy. Uh, like late thirties, early forties, but he graduated right. college. He would put himself through school. Oh, wow. Um, and she's like, I want you to come roast him. It's going to be all his friends. Don't worry. There's not going to be any family there. And I show up and there's a table of kids sitting right in front of <sighs> where I'm supposed to be. And then a table of old people right next to them. And then all their friends, him and all his friends sitting on a dais. Oh my God. Type of thing. And it was, it's, it's 11 in the morning. Oh my God. <laughs> I walked in and I was like, all right, you need to pay me beforehand. And it was, it was awful. Yeah. It was sure awful. It was. And I was like, all right, well, after my 15 minutes, man, I was like, I'm out. But had I not gotten paid in advance, there's a chance that she wouldn't have paid me. And I Maybe. wouldn't have faulted her, but I knew was, <laughs> this is not going to go well. I only saved it because I started, basically, I got the old people to laugh with me about how dumb kids are. <laughs> the kids were like so young that they didn't really notice. Right. right. So the old people kind of chuckled at it, but it went away from the first three, four things that I was roasting him about, he had rebuttals for. What? Well, because like, I was like, well, dude, it took you 12 years to finish college or 10 years. It's like, man, yeah. what the fuck? And I had like a whole list of jokes. And he was like, well, I've, I've been working two jobs and I had a kid and my wife wasn't working. And I was like, I stopped and I looked at his wife and then I was like, all right, fair enough. And then I went to the next thing and he had a rebuttal to that. And I turned to him and I was like, what did you send me? I'm supposed to be roasting him. And he has everything you sent me are legitimate things. And that got a little bit of a chuckle. And then I went, tried to do an act and she just crickets, man. It was fucking oh. so painful. I, yeah. There's nothing like dying at a private or a corporate. There is yeah. nothing like, uh, anyway. Yeah. That's rough. Too. Sorry. Oh, I've done, I've done way worse. Oh, I'm sure. Shitty bar gigs where they stop. 
the music and stuff. And it's like, all right, here's a comedy show. They hate you. They fucking hate you to no end. Or if they have, Uh, you know, you got to turn TVs off, but if they don't turn TVs off and you're just talking to the back people's backs. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I'm getting free beer to be here tonight. So I was watching a free beer. I was watching my, my friend had a wedding uh, recently. He did it on Facebook because not everyone could be there. So he put a Facebook live. So he did Mm -hmm. the whole, he set up the camera. And I was watching because I, you know, I was like, uh, I didn't know I was going to be able to make it up to LA for it. So I was like, I'll watch it on Facebook Live, like if I'm doing stuff. So I had it on the background, and then um, the guy comes out to sing songs. The 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 guy they hired to do the music, and the camera is placed where you can see everybody talking. Nobody is paying attention to this guy, and he is doing some incredible work. And I'm just watching all these people like fucking shoot the shit and eat their foods and whatever. And I'm like, you guys are so fucking disrespectful to what this. And then they would, then they would applaud after he was done, as if like, oh, well, oh they we enjoyed it. We should that, do that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, fuck. What you I know shut what you mean, but that's yeah. part of a musician's gig. <sighs> yeah, Look guess. at it, like a, you know, um, you ever been to Nashville? No, I've never been to Nashville. Okay, so basically there are bands. It's kind of it's kind of like when you go to Vegas and there's slot machines everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In Nashville, there are bands everywhere. So you just get used to live bands playing. Like my, I, I was born in Nashville. My family is in Nashville. So I visited right. quite a bit. So I've been in numerous situations. Which is like, why do they have a band here? This doesn't exist in any other city that I've been to. <laughs> um, but it's like, oh, there's a band in this airport lounge and they have a live band. And after this one ends, there's another live band. And you're like, it's a fucking airport lounge. <laughs> like I can understand in the seventies. Cause they, you know, yeah. They're still kind of new and mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, but at least that's part of the game. You don't need them to interact with you in order for this to be counted as a win right. for the people paying for it. Right. Whereas music, it's just like you can play in the background and people will be happy with your job. I guess. I just think it's disrespectful. Uh, I agree. Just, well, if, yeah. they're, if you're supposed to stop, but if you're eating and then all of a sudden somebody starts playing, well, they knew when they walked up there. Right. That's different. Right. Cause yeah. they know it's not like to- they started playing and then, and then they went, all right, the buffet is open. And then everybody right. just left and got the buffet and we're just eating now. That's yeah. a horse of a different fucking color. Yeah. Like the piano thing. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. But if they introduce you, that's, I think that's always a, a you're not wrong. I just situation. think it's, yeah. They should have a tougher skin if they got offended. <laughs> that's true. I got a part of them. music gigs yeah. that I've seen in a situation like this. You're right about that. Um, all right, let's swing back to our list here. We're, I'm, uh, are we up to my number seven, or do we do? We yeah. did your six, right? Okay, so uh, my number seven is uh, Harrison Ford. Is that a punt? Another slight punt. Okay, fair all enough. Right. Interesting. Then, then my number six is Tom Cruise. That is the one that I took off. You're a son of a bitch for doing that. I'm going to run you through these movies. All right, Not, what years are you talking? 1986 to the 2004. Whoa, I stopped at 96. Let me That's pull up his IMDb. 18-year run. All right. I think there's enough fluff in between where you're giving a tremendous amount of credit. All right, I'm looking. All right, I'm going to run through these movies, and then you 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 can uh, counterpoint as you see. Don't start counterpointing before I run through the movies, like you like to do. All right, we're going to start Top Gun, Color of Money, which won Paul Newman an Oscar, Cocktail, which is a favorite of a lot of Tom Cruise fans, sure. Rain Man. Dustin Hoffman won the Oscar. Born on the 4th of July. Oliver Stone nominated. Days of Thunder. He meets Nicole Kidman. Yeah, they do far away. He's not that good. Few Good Men. What an incredible film. Rob Reiner with uh, uh, Jack Nicholson, Demi Moore. Mm-hmm. Then The Firm, which you could argue is the best John Grisham adaptation. 
interview with the vampire. Nobody thought he was going to be any good in that movie, and he actually stole the movie from Brad Pitt. Sure. Completely. Mission Impossible, starting that franchise off that is still going to this day. Sure. Uh, Jerry Maguire, incredible job there. Got nominated for Best Actor in a Cameron Crowe film. That doesn't happen. Eyes Wide Shut, working with Stanley Kubrick for the last time, but also featuring a great performance from Nicole Kidman in that movie. Magnolia. He got nominated for Best Supporting Actor in Magnolia. Yeah, ignore MI2. But then Minority Report comes in in 2000. Uh, glossed over Vanilla Sky. Oh, Vanilla Sky, which I like. I like Vanilla Sky. I know a lot of people don't. Vanilla Sky, Minority Report, Last Samurai, Collateral. That's where you're, the you're not wrong that you get into War of the Worlds. A lot of people love Mission you Impossible. War, 3. Yeah, you could go to War of the Worlds. I could, and I'd even give you Mission Impossible Three, which I love in 2006. So that's the that to me is the run. 86 to 2004, 2005, 2006. But that's a hell of a run with only a couple of or two or three clunkers in there, like legitimate clunkers in there. Mission Impossible 2 being one of them. Um, See, what I, else? This, this was my problem. And you're not wrong. Eyes wide shut, maybe. but And far and away. So those are the three clunkers overall, I would see there at all. So go ahead. Yeah, what's your problem? Good. What, what's your problem? I'm oh, sorry. What's your counter? Sorry. No, 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 that's fine. That's fine. Look, I agree with you. So I wrote it down. I, he was the one that I struggled with the absolute most. Okay. Um, I agree with you on Top Gun. Plus Color he's a superstar, money. a movie star. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cocktail was massive. People may not go Dude, back and watch it. Now, I love at the Cocktail. time it was massive. Good sound. I, I don't know if I need to see it again, but I've seen <sighs> it. Um, Rain Man. Yes. Born on the 4th of July. I hate, but. It was in the Oscar discussion. Days of Thunder, huge fan. Yeah, huge love fan. Days of Thunder. Rubbing. If you ain't rubbing, you ain't racing. Dude, you ain't racing. All right? Plus some of the best names. Yes. Cole Trickle. Cole Trickle. <laughs> so that is the perfect NASCAR name without being offensive. Yeah. What was the other it's, guy? Rusty something? Yeah, it's uh, perfect NASCAR name. It is. It is. It is right on the line of, are you, are you belittling us? Yeah. No. Nah. No. Nah. That, is, that is direct homage. Um. Far and away, whatever. I'm not going to ding yeah. you for it. Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A few good men. I agree. The firm is fine. Yeah. It's good. Saying it's the best John Grisham is saying it's the tallest midget. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All or right. the tallest little person. Uh, but the phrase when I was younger was that. Yeah. Sorry. After we just talked about, you know, advancing our opinions. And then I just go and be fucking brutal. <laughs> Interview with a vampire. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Mission sure. Impossible. Uh, if you must, I guess. Mm-hmm. Jerry Maguire, I don't like anymore. I love Jerry Maguire. Eyes Wide Shut, I don't like. Magnolia okay. is the only Paul Thomas Anderson that I'm not, that I don't think is a 10 out of 10. Wow. Okay. Well, Inherent Vice. Yeah, Inherent Vice is a piece of shit. Uh, I probably like it better than Magnolia at this point. Okay. Mission Impossible 2, no. Sucks. So that you hit this run of Mission Impossible Jerry, but that's where I cut off and I was like, I don't care for any of those. So then mm-hmm. I wanted to restart it at Minority Report. And be mm. like, my new report, but gold member, no. I haven't seen. Last Samurai was on with a collateral. Yeah. I'll give you War of the Worlds. If you want to say Mission Impossible 3 and then we're like, Lands for Lambs, no. No. Tropic Thunder, I was, wasn't was a big fan of, but I know I'm in the minority. You are. Uh, Valkyrie, I liked. Night and Day, no. No. Ghost Protocol, okay. It's just like, it. then it starts doing this rockier, yeah. like it starts as another fucking rocket. Yeah. Um, I know. I struggled. I went back and forth. He was like six and then eight and then mm. seven and then 12. Um, 
And the 12 was just because I cut and pasted and put Christian Bale in, because if I look at Christian Bale's, I can't do that with any of those outside of maybe Terminator Salvation. Right. Dark Knight Rises, I'm not a huge fan of, but I still enjoy it. And I think Tom Hardy's character is so super interesting that I'll go back for that. Yeah. That's my piece. Okay. It's, an, it's a valid choice in my I opinion. Mean, you could argue it's a 20-year run, 86 to 2006. You could argue it's a 20-year run with only three or four clunkers. That's pretty fucking incredible, especially if you're a movie star, not an actor, right? Not a, And I don't mean he's not an actor. He's an actor. But it, I mean, like, the, he's a movie star. So the pressure on him to he's pick the right projects, to connect with the audience. Yeah, it's a lot. And he's able, he was able to do it for 20 years. And yes, it's been kind of every once in a while since 2006, but... It's a hell of a fucking run, man. Uh, I agree. The only it's, reason I don't put it higher is because the films in that 20-year run are not all like Oscar-nominated films or epic films that you're going to look back on that change cinema. That's the reason why he's in the bottom five for me right now. So Yeah, part of the motivation why I dinged him off too. There's a, yeah. quite a few on there. It's just like, I don't mind if their resume has a couple in there that I, right. I can acknowledge – that everybody else likes that I don't. Right, right. But when there's, you know, 40% of those options, I have to put on there out of respect, even yeah. though I don't agree with the opinion. Right. It's like, and it feels weird to say that about Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Because he's Tom fucking Cruise. He's Tom fucking yeah. Cruise. He is. <sighs> All right. Um. Well, before we jump into our top fives, Matt, we should take a quick break and hear from our sponsors, and uh, we'll be right back, starting off with Matt's top five. All right, we're back. Matt Nost, number five. What do you got? Five is the punt from earlier again, Harrison Ford. Okay. All right. Do you want to take it this time? What do you got? What's your run? Uh, what your, you, it's, what's 80 your to, it's 80 to 85. Oh, wow. Okay. Mine was 81 to 89, but all right. Let's do it. What okay, do you got? Let me pull up. Well, if you go 80, you get Empire. So why would you cut off before Empire? Oh, that's a good point. All right, eighty to eighty-nine then. But now, again, I didn't see he's not the lead of the movie. That's that's in my mind. But yeah, I, I hear you. Eighty okay. makes sense. Eighty makes sense. You're excluding Empire. Why? Not you want to? You want to cut off where? Eighty. Eighty's good. Eighty to eighty-nine. That's good. to eighty-nine. That's what I meant. Mm-hmm. So you're going all the way. All right. So the problem is we get into Mosquito Coast, Frantic, Working Girl, and uh, Working Girl is, dude. Working Girl is beloved. By a number of people. Mm, how many is that number? That's a misleading I mean, statement. A lot of ladies love Working Girl. Like a lot of women from the 80s, a lot of women who go back and watch those movies, they love Working Girl. I'm telling you. I will take your word for it. <laughs> I mean, Mosquito Coast is the one you could have a problem with. But Frantic as a Roman Polanski film, that's a goddamn good movie. I don't. I, people don't remember how good that movie is. He's good in that movie. Okay. Well, that only then bolsters my argument if you're going all the way to 89, because I love Last Crusade. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm going to 89. You stopped yeah. at 86, right? I stopped at 86 just oh. because that run right there is, dude, Empire Raiders, Blade Runner, Jedi, Temple of Doom, Witness. See, but I would take Temple of Doom out of that run. It, that film is terrible. It drives me uh, nuts how bad that film is. So I will exchange Temple of Doom with... Uh, Working girl, Mosquito no, Coast. with Mosquito Coast. I would exchange that with you. Oh, it's not even close to me. Are you kidding me? Please. Mosquito Coast is fine, yeah. but it's not Temple of Doom. It's not. It's, it's not better going than Temple of Doom. Here. It's Temple not. of Doom is ridiculously it's terrible. 
So in your world, then Working Girl is much better than Temple of Doom. That's just not the case, and you. That's know true. It. I would argue that absolutely. That is not Working the case, Girl and you know it. A lot more of an effect than Temple. So you're of telling Doom. me with four hundred million dollars, you're going to have this discussion? Whoa, to keep whoa, a straight whoa, whoa. Face? You might as well just say Venom is a great fucking movie. Then it made eight hundred fifty-one million dollars. No, 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 no. I'm saying with your money. Yeah. When you win the Super Lot, four hundred million dollars. Yes. yes. You're going to be able to sit here and be like, you know what? I actually I don't give a fuck. And uh, you know it's fine. Temple of Doom is better. No way! You know right. I fucking you know hate right. Temple. I never go back to watch that movie. The movie is shit. It's one of those racist films you're ever going to fucking watch. With that accent from Short Round, with them only showing the Indian culture as some kind of crazy thing that you can pull hearts out of. With the white savior complex going into that Indian town, he's the only one that can get the stones. It's ridiculous in retrospect. Temple of Doom, Crusade, he's great again. And Raised Last Ark are so incredible. <laughs> Let's make movies great again. I don't understand. <laughs> What your qualms with this are? Yes, <laughs> speaking my language. But I mean, Mosquito Coast has its uh, moments. Well, it's, it's not the greatest Peter Weir film, but it's it's certainly an interesting film to watch with him and River Phoenix. It has its moments. Mm-hmm. More moments that's, than fucking Temple of Doom, that's for sure. Not even close. Right. Not even close. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, at least for me, I have watched Temple of Doom a lot of times, whereas Mosquito <sighs> Coast, I know I've seen twice. And I think I'm good at twice. Once we get past that opening, I can't watch uh, Temple of Doom. That opening with the snow and the uh, oh, boat, the little inflatable boat or whatever ship or whatever, it's, it's all cool. And then boom, it becomes I, real, I, real bad. That's fine. I can't even get past when it comes up streaming on the title card for Mosquito Coast. <laughs> Do you want to watch this? No. Nah. <laughs> pass. There's got to be something better else out there. <laughs> but I mean, if you want to extend, yeah, all the way to 89, that is in a flat-out amazing run yeah. of movies. He has two franchises that have a good chance of standing up for quite a long time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which is amazing. And the fact that he is utterly dismissive of one it makes it all the better yeah. on some level. Oh. I think it's because Indy feels like more his and Star Wars is is not. Right. Um, but also Indy doesn't get the... F- when your bullwhip appears to be made out of oxhide, but <laughs> traditionally that, with like they do, with, with I can't imagine the esoteric Star Wars questions he's gotten over the years. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, I, that's one of my favorite... Um, ones is when uh, Frosty asks him who shoots first. He goes, I don't care. I don't care who shot first. Yeah, I don't care. Brilliant. Or when someone asks him about Force Ghosts, I don't know what that fucking is. Yeah, yeah, why did you... Unless you wanted him to say that, and then it's great. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's a good one. All right. uh, Are we up to my five then? Yeah. Uh, My five is Meryl Streep. Another slight Oh, interesting. Okay. What's your four? Well, I think she's got two runs, technically. Uh, you could argue. What's your four? Uh, my four is Jim Carrey. Yeah, and I didn't even make my list. Dude, 94 Past- to 2004. 11 years. Hold on. Are we, we going to talk about clunkers? All right, let's have some fun. The Mask. Mm-hmm. Dumb and Dumber. Mm-hmm. You don't like Ace Ventura or Ace Ventura 2. No, it's crap. Fine. You're wrong, but that's fine. Batman Forever. It's crap. You know, given the current the state of Batman at that time, I'm perfectly happy with that movie. At the time, not now. Uh, the going. Cable Guy. I still like it for what it is. I defend Cable Guy. I will cable Guy, him. Liar Liar, it's The good. Truman Show, 
Man on the Moon, Grinch, if you want to count it. I don't. Okay. Me, okay. myself, and Irene. Majestic is schmaltzy, but I kind of like it. Me too. Bruce okay. Almighty, Eternal right. Sunshine, Lemony Snicket. I can't put Lemony Snicket in, but I, but I, it's still the same oh, year awesome. as Eternal Sunshine. So, but I'll, I'll, I'll okay. No, I mean, are you kidding me with that run? It's not a bad run. That's 11 years. And there's one, I think only one movie mm-hmm. in there that I didn't include, which is Simon Birch. Okay. Um, otherwise, yeah, and, that's. And he isn't even a big part of Simon Birch. Yeah. 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 I did include it. Uh, yep. That's every movie that he did. Mm-hmm. That's not going, oh, well, here's an 18 months to patch where these right. things came out and they're not as good. So right. everything he touched, uh, I am either a huge fan of or I genuinely like. Yeah. Grinch is the only one where I'm like, eh. Yeah. The, yeah, the yeah, makeup yeah. really freaks me out. But when I look at this overall, like, you know, I am a big fan of numerous of these. A huge fan of Dumb and Dumber, uh, Ace Venture. I think When Nature Calls is probably my favorite of the two, to be honest. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man on the Moon, I like a lot. Me, Myself, and Irene. Oh, I like uh, Me, Myself, and Irene. God Eternal Sunshine and Lemony Snicket. I think those are all fantastic for me. Oh, God. And Dumb and Dumber is one of my favorite movies of all time. I know it is. I know it is. It's awesome. And mm. when you look at that, that's the... Could easily be the crest of most people's waves in this business. You could argue that this is a Beatles run, Matt. Like, where are you starting at? The Mask ninety four. Start the Mask. That's that's what announced them. Yeah, the Mask is where I started. Okay, so Mask, Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumb. So this is like Mask, Ace Ventura, Dumb. That's the Beatles' early records. Then, as the thing of you, you see him grow in confidence and trying new things. And then the tail end of the run is the Oscar talk, Eternal Sunshine, me, my, uh, sorry, the Majestic, Majestic, yeah, and uh, and Truman Show, and those are the you could argue that's the latter albums of the Beatles. Like that's this is a very interesting run here for Jim Carrey. The change from talking out of his ass guy to people wanting him to be nominated for an Oscar for Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. It's a hell of a change over 10 years, just like the Beatles music changed mm-hmm. over 10 years from 60 to 69. Yeah. The so. growth and maturity from the individual. Yeah. Yeah. And the willingness to grow and mature uh-huh. and embrace different uh, influential things in your life. Okay. All right, dude. That's a great choice. It's 11 okay. years. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. It's a good choice. I'm still comfortable with what I have on my list, but that's a goddamn good choice. I didn't even think about it. I mean, I thought past, I was like two or three years, but looking at it now in yeah, full just, scope, it's a lot. There's a lot there. Yeah, there's a lot. Even there. if you don't like them, it's just like, fine, I'm passing on this. Well, the next one's got you, and the next one after that, and maybe you don't like the yeah. one after that, but the next three got you. And you can argue as a comedian, it is hard to sustain. Yes. Even for that after, long? Yeah, for that long. And after, a, and after a couple of maybe possible missteps, certainly I felt that way. Well, he could have been... Like when nature like calls Will Ferrell, what outfit wig am I putting on? And I'm not yeah. knocking Will Ferrell because I still enjoy, but he could have been talking out of the ass guy and just did over the top physical mm-hmm, mm-hmm. chewing the scenery of everything he's in. Yeah, right. They can oh, become the Sandler. Yeah. How much uh, uh, Tommy Lee Jones hated him on the set. Oh my God. I watched he a recent him. Norm McDonald clip. Oh, sure. I remember that one. You've seen where he's interviewing him about it. He talks, yeah. he talks about it. Now you confronted him at the restaurant and shit. <laughs> I fucking hate you. It's just brutal. I don't uh, remember. It's been a while since I've seen that one. Was yeah. that before? It was before they started filming, wasn't it? Or was oh, yeah. it in the middle it was of filming? Before they started filming. Before, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. 
I knew it wasn't after they finished because that's why it sticks out even more. Yeah. But yeah, I couldn't yeah. remember if it was before or during. Crotchety the old man from the beginning. You. <laughs> he said he well, him like, being Grumpy Cat at the, was that Golden Globes? Yeah. Yeah. That's the perfect encapsulation of Don Lee Jones. <laughs> at least as far as what we know. Yeah. Um. Okay. So that was your four? That was my four. Okay. So my four is Denzel. It was a tough cut. Wow. He's in my top 15, but he didn't make my top 10. All right. I'm going to run you through Denzel. I got you. 1989 to 2001 is the run. 12 years. Glory, Mo Better Blues, Malcolm X, Much Ado About Nothing, Philadelphia, Crimson Tide, Courage Under Fire, He Got Game, The Hurricane, Remember the Titans, and Training Day. Wasn't See, I only wrote down till uh, what was it, 95? Mm. So I need to go and look and why see why. Once again, I have going through so many of these mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah i didn't include virtue you got virtuosity devil in a blue dress devil under blue. fire things okay whatever it's a good film it's good uh preacher's wife fallen i actually like but i think i might fall in minority mm-hmm. but it just there there was three four right there i'm like eh. so the siege is good there. the bone collector is good bone I, I, I could i could throw out preacher's wife but siege devil in a fine. blue dress is fucking good i uh, never Never virtuosity really I could throw out. Um, yeah, of those you just threw out, virtuosity would probably be the one I save. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And it's not a good movie. It's but I not. Weirdly enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't tell you why. Yeah. That's my run with Denzel. It's a yeah, good I don't run. Know. Bone Collector Siege. Meh. He got game I like. Mm. Hurricane, sure. Remember the Titans. Training Day, I think, is overrated. Oh, my God. John Q, Antoine Fisher, out of fire. Like then there's another that's three yeah, years. That's why I don't I think I don't go yeah. past 2001. Yeah, yeah. Man of fire. It just it starts to tumble there. So in my yeah. list, the the front half of that is like, God, yeah, he's in my top 15. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But this list was really hard. I know it was hard. And it's all it's all a matter of our tastes. Like certain films you will include and say it's okay and I think they're terrible or I include certain films and you think they're terrible. So this is why we do these lists. But I would argue here, when you're looking at Glory, he won the Oscar for. Uh, 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 coming in with uh, Ricochet. That was, that's a, a lot of people I like love Ricochet. Ricochet. Yeah. Him and John. Lith- I like him. John Lithgow is a villain in that film more than I like him as a villain in Cliffhanger. Malcolm X is another one Oscar nominated. Much to do about I mean, Jenzo Washington, a Shakespeare play, who, a film who fucking saw that He's coming. Great. Pale and Gabrief, another good Grisham adaptation. Philadelphia, Tom Tom Hanks wins the Oscar there. Crimson Tide, toe-to-toe with Gene Hackman. At the height of Gene Hackman being that guy in the 90s. Devil in a Blue Dress, which is him and Don Cheadle. Uh, Courage Under Fire, which um, I think uh, Damon or Meg Ryan was nominated for, possibly. Preacher's oh. Wife is Forrest Whitaker's first attempt, I think, as a, a director. Fallen with him and Goodman, and then he got game with Spike. So, oh no, going and yeah, and Siege and then Titans and Training Day, which he finally won the Oscar for. So, I don't know, just throwing it out there. That's I like that run. I think if you eventually get to what where you're ending it at Training Day, yeah, 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 I think it's kind of unassailable. Mm-hmm. But that two year stint, where two to three year stint in the middle there, where I'm just like, I'm not a fan, not a fan, not a fan, or what two year stint. Oh, you the, mean Preacher's Wife to yeah. the Siege, maybe? 
I would say okay. virtuosity didn't count because I feel like I'm in the minority. Then we go devil in the blue dress. Courage under fire is a good movie, but I, yep. I don't know. Uh, Preacher's wife. Although I do like fallen. I think I'm in the minority. I don't know. Mm. It just started to tail off and I'm like, ah. but remember fallen, he got game and siege are all in the same year. That's 98. Bone collectors, 99. Mm. But the hurricane's in 99, so 99 gets saved. Yeah, then 99 gets added in. You might not be wrong. I'm just saying. Maybe I should bump it up. I don't know. Bup, bup, bup. I got to that string, and I was like, I'm out. And then I couldn't <laughs> restart it at that point. Um. All right. What's your three? Uh, my three is, once again, the pump, Meryl Streep. Oh, Meryl Streep. All right. Because you get two runs yeah. out of her, in my opinion. Okay. Which is the run, which is the run you chose? Well, I chose them both. That's what I'm Oh, like, okay. Acting runs. Well, then I kind of looked at it as the actor type of thing. And it's like, right. it's the body of work. Uh, and I guess I didn't look at the list as, as it's defined. Okay. Um, so I said 78 to 83 and then 2002 to 2009. Yeah, that's what I have. 2002 to 2009. Which that in and of itself. That's the one. Uh, to me, that's my that's the better run, in my opinion. Sure. Of the two? Yes. Because um, in the others, like... It, the other, you got Deer Hunter, Kramer versus Kramer, Sophie Choice, Silkwood. But Deer Hunter, the part is so tiny, I don't it even is. know if it should count. Right. Um, whereas with the other run, you got Adaptation, The Hours, Manchurian Candidate, Lemony Snicket. I know you're not a fan. I am. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Devil Wears Prada, Doubt, Fantastic Mr. Fox, Julie Julia. Yeah. Julie and Julia. Well, yeah, you get doubt, doubt, uh, Julie and Julia is where you can. You could even go to Fantastic Mr. Fox, and it's complicated. That's where I went all the way out there. To, it's uh, complicated. I've got Fantastic Mr. Fox, and then Julian Julia comes after, does it not? Well, they're all in 2009, all three of them. It's complicated, oh, okay. Fantastic Mr. Fox and Julian Julia. Um, the one weird one is Lions for Lambs, which is not that good of a movie. No. But rendition, I think people don't people don't give that film more credit than it deserves. Like I think it's, it's a good film about what was going on with some of these uh, uh, things that were going on with the Patriot Act. Um, the Ant Bully, she's great. The Ant Bully, Devil Wears Prada. Prairie Home Companion, a film that should not fucking work, actually works. Um, uh, and then what? A series of Unfortunate Events. You like that one, I don't. But I like her in Manchurian Candidate. And mm -hmm. you could even throw in Angels in America, which was that HBO it's, miniseries. It's so she good. I wanted to. Yeah. Because it's so good. It. Yeah. The Hours Adaptation. Those are the one. That's the run for me, 2002 to 2009. The other one is good, though. I mean, I'm not going to, you know. It's just so short. Fault that other one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which if you want to say oh, you got to pick a, a run, like my next individual has two runs, in my opinion. Mm. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Right. And her uh, run, you could argue, is less movies in that short amount of time. And she has averages more movies in the longer run. So she should have more opportunities to fail and doesn't. So that's what I feel like. That other run gets a little more credit in my mind. That's fine with me. Okay. If you want to say we got to choose runs, I'll take the 2002 to 2009. That's fine. Okay. I mean, we don't have quantitatively, to. there's so many more to choose from. Right. Right. All right. So that was the three. That was my punt from the five, right? Mm -hmm. Meryl Streep. All right. So then my three is Pacino. I couldn't do it. What section did you go with? Ninety-two to ninety-seven, barely making again. the uh, barely making the um, five-year qualification. But because it's Pacino and I revere Pacino, I moved it up higher up. In the, I mean, the other night I watched Irishman again. 
So where are you? You're starting at start at Glen Gary Glen Ross, Gary? which I think is great, and I directed yes. that play. Awesome. Scent of a Woman, Meh. Love Carlito's Way, okay. Heat, City Hall, which is a great politics movie with him and John Cusack. Donnie Brasco mm-hmm. could even go to Devil's Advocate. Could even go to The Insider at ninety in ninety nine. So yeah, that then, could be the run, ninety two to ninety nine. But the then run. he does nothing for two years, so it seems weird to go two years out and just well, get one movie for it. For me, where are the where are the two years? Oh, Devil's Advocate is the last gotcha, year on ninety seven, and then it's right. two years until. Well, I, I think it's one year because he doesn't do anything in ninety eight, but he comes back in ninety nine. So he did something in ninety seven. He did something in ninety nine. So it's only one year in ninety eight where he didn't do anything. It's not two well, years. Two years off between releases is what I'm saying. Depending on when it was released. <laughs> okay, well now I'm gonna look it up. It's just fucking for the pedantic motherfucker hey, in San listen, Diego. This, are we debating this or not? I mean, this is the game. Um, I, trust, it broke my heart. I was like, "How is Pacino not making my list?" Hoo-ha. How come it doesn't say on IMDb when it was? It should, I guess, maybe down there. It is. Oh, fuck you. It's over two years. It's two years and two weeks. So it opened up in October 19 of 1997. That's Devil's Advocate. And the other is November 5th of 1999. So it is two years and two weeks after, which means he didn't work for two years. Finished shooting on that last movie and then, oh, and then two the years insider. off. Oh, he probably did plays or whatever. Could have. Yeah. That's not a bad run. It's That's not. not a bad run. It's not. I had to put it in here. It's Pacino for fucks. I, I see. I wanted to squeeze him in. The, the problem is it's like, all right, 92 cent of a woman. No Carlito's way. I don't go back for two bits. Never seen heat. Yes. City hall. I don't believe I've seen. That's so good, dude. People um, don't give it enough credit. It's so good. Donnie Brasco, like Heat, I love. Devil's Advocate, mm-hmm. I think, is interesting. But it's just like there's three movies in there that I'm willing to die for. Mm-hmm. Glenn Gary, Heat, Donnie. Oof, Glenn Gary's so good. Yeah, there's Carlitos, Two Bits, City Hall, Devil's Advocate. I'm like, eh. Mm-hmm. So that's well, me. So that's what it was. He uh started doing um he did the documentary looking for richard which they don't list in the acting thing so he was directing a documentary between 97 and 99 you know what that is about what that's not my problem (laughs) yeah but it's still a movie and he's the director and it's a documentary so he still made the switch to even be a director here uh exploring the influences of richard the third and it's a good documentary if you guys haven't seen it looking for richard Look, what we got here is a YP, not an MP. <laughs> I see. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> and Baldwin, Kevin Spacey, went on a writer in that, amongst other actors, for sure. Uh, but, uh, you know, I get it. I get your issues. I get your issues. Um. All right. So what's your two? So... I think technically my two should probably be my number one. Okay. But my number one was the first individual I thought of. Okay. And then went and looked it up and was like, that's pretty fucking stellar. So my two is De Niro. Oh, that's my one. Okay. 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 Probably should be. The 87 and 97 run is ridiculous. Yes. Yes. And I also have 73 to 83 on there. Okay. Uh, Because you got Mean Streets, Godfather 2, Taxi Driver, 
deer hunter, raging bull, king of comedy. You're like, that's pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But then 87 and 97, Untouchables, Midnight Run, Goodfellas, Awakenings, Cape Fear, Backdraft, This Boy's Life, A Bronx Tale, Mad Dog and Glory, Casino, and then Heat. Yeah. That's, I mean. That's ridiculous. It's a stellar run. Yeah. Utterly ridiculous. Yeah. And you don't uh, even have, like, what is what is that year again? I have it here again. Oh, 87 90, to 97? 87 to 97, right. Yeah, exactly. So it's what two 11-year runs. What are the bad ones? In that mix, there's not a whole lot. That's yeah, the other no. reason why I was like, I don't want to stack Pacino I, up against De Niro, but. I'd even move it back to 86, bro, with the mission. The mission is incredible. Okay. So, 86, I mean, you have to include Angel Heart if you're going to move back to 86. That's an 87 film, but not a bad film. And he's damn good as the devil in Angel Heart. Um, Untouchables, yeah, Midnight Run. Jackknife, I didn't see, but that's him and what's-her-face, um, Kathy Baker. Uh, but it's a Vietnam veteran movie. Where No Angels was okay, him and Sean Penn. Stanley and Iris, yeah. not that good. Goodfellas, Awakening. Guilty by Suspicion is an interesting film about the blacklist. Backdraft, he's good as the the, the uh, he is yeah. great as the investigator. Yeah. No, you're How right. He is you? I apologize. You're right. He's great when he's talking about the fire and he's letting it on fire for William Baldwin. In that scene is fucking stellar. Oh yeah, and then Howie knows the seductive nature of it. Yeah, with uh, uh, Donald Sutherland. Yes, and then the way Sutherland looks at it, like it's his only true love in this world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, it's yeah. There is some excellent acting in there. There's also some yeah. a lot of bullshit I'd cut out. Yeah, Ron Howard. I still think the movie is pretty great, though. But Cape Fear is where you cut it, right? 91? Or do you go all the way to Mad Dog Glory? Because you got to include Night in the City and Mistress, which are not uh, good movies. I did, okay. because oh, then oh, you if went you to extend Tale. to 97, gotcha. you get Casino and Heat. So you go Mad Dog Glory, Casino and Heat, plus Bronx Tale, This Boy's Life. Yeah, but you, you also have The Fan, which wasn't good. Marvin's well, no, the fan is the year after that's 96. I'm not oh, sorry, sure. sorry, sorry, sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh, did I Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, which is fucking terrible? It's terrible. So you stop at heat and you just go, dude, that's I may have written it down wrong. I did, I wrote down to 97, but it's yeah, 95. so I was confused when you said 97. I was like, yeah. hey, what? Uh, okay, no, so 95. 95. Okay, okay, because in there, like between, yeah, yeah, there's only everyone's the, the mistress with night in the city. It's like, okay, whatever, mm -hmm. but then you got Mad Dog. Uh, this boy's life, Bronx Tale. It's like Mary Shelley's Frankenstein sucks. But let me let me let me counter something with you. This could be very interesting. We've just finished discussing P Pacino. Mm. Is it better to not have done a film for for two years, or during the two year gap between Backdraft and Mad Dog and Glory, or a Cape Fear and, Back and Mad Dog Glory? You do two crap films in the year in the two years in between. What I don't see it's. I see like the one year, the Mistress Night in the City is all 92. Right. But 91 but is amazing. 93 is amazing. So we're only it's 91 one. to 93. If 91, if the release date is October and 93, the release date is November, you got the same thing as Pacino, except Pacino didn't do anything while your guy made two bad movies in that year. Okay, but he turned my guy, came back. Number one. Yeah, but he came back and did three straight after that that I think are mm -hmm. all great. So that's the difference. You're taking two years off for one. I'm getting one year of mediocre production to get three straight movies. To me, that's uh, an easy trade-off. I'm getting more bang for my buck. 
trust me, it broke my heart when Pacino didn't make my list. There's a bunch of actors and actresses that it's like, I can't look at that resume versus this one. This is an amazing run. It's not as quite as amazing as this one. Wait, when he takes that break between 97 and 99, uh-huh. yeah, he comes back with the insider. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Any so given Sunday's not that good. Chinese coffee's not good. Insomnia is the next thing that's good. It's 2002. That's 2002, okay. yeah. So. Well, that's fair. That's fair. So All it's right. like one crap year, but then the next three, and then it's like the next I mean, you're two qualifying. You're qualifying your choice, but. No, yeah. I am. Because you're saying presenting... you came back with three great ones, as if that matters, versus coming back with one great one. Like, you're making it that does matter. thin air. It does matter. You matters to you. So I was saying, you, you know what? You know what beats three great ones if there were four. <laughs> and you know what beats four if there were five. But it depends if the one you come back for is greater than all three of those combined. It's not greater than all three of those because, and I'm I love the, the insider? insider. Okay, but it, are you genuinely telling me that it's I'm just better than all three of those combined? I'm throwing that out there. Mad Dog Glory, This Boy's Life, and a Bronx Tale. Yeah, I would say Insider is a better film than all three of those combined. Yes, yes. But if you were just like, okay, Insider, we'll just say it's a it's a ninety five out of a hundred on whatever scale, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you're saying that this eighty nine, ninety two, and ninety four all added up don't just destroy the ninety five? No, I don't think so. Okay, because you never need to see. Mad Dog and Glory, Bronx Taylor, This Boy's Life ever again. You can see it once and get get the movie. The Insider is something you can go back to multiple times. And I think that carries weight. That's fine, but but it's our list, so we get to debate it as we see fit. One but De Niro's my number one, so he's your number two. So I should be fighting for De Niro a little more instead of against. You probably should. <laughs> and I imagine your one is my two. Quite possibly. At least I hope. So T Hizzy? Yeah, Tom Hanks. Absolutely. It's he's the first name that I thought of. And you just look at it, it's an eleven year run. Yes. With literally every movie. Yeah. There's not one single movie in there that is not iconic. In ninety two to two thousand two, where did you go? Uh yeah, of course. Ninety two yeah. to two thousand two. Yeah. Literally every movie, here is the order, people. A League yeah. of Their Own, yep. Sleepless in Seattle, Philadelphia, Forrest Gump, Apollo thirteen. Toy Story, That Thing You Do, Saving Private Ryan, Toy Story 2, The Green Mile, Castaway, Road to Perdition, Catch Me If You Can. He didn't do any movies outside of those in that run. That's fucking yeah. incredible. Yeah. Plus, it's, he produced Band of Brothers during that stretch as well. Yeah. And from and, Earth to the Moon. Yeah. Band of Brothers is one of my favorite TV yeah. shows of all time. Yeah. Plus, That Thing You Do, directed it, wrote mm-hmm. it, wrote it. That's, that's good English. Wrote it, <laughs> produced it. Yeah. And still put out a movie that I think is fan. It's a lot of fun. Well, and he, you could argue he made top five movies, depending on who you're talking to in terms of critics, in multiple genres, right? If you look at League of Their Own, that could be a top five sports movie in a lot of people's sure, minds. could be. Sleepless in Seattle could be a top five movie for romantic comedy yep. in a lot of people's minds. Forrest Gump could be a top five movie in a lot of people's minds. Apollo 13, mm-hmm. certainly as a drama. Could Toy be Story. A, Toy, Toy Story is one of the best animated films ever made saving private ryan a lot of people argue some of the best one of the best war movies ever made uh uh castaway maybe one of the greatest solo performances ever delivered without speaking through a majority of the movie that's incredible find me there's very few actors that can pull that off road to perdition then finally playing the heavy yes if you can switching to play a villain great point yes 
Catch yeah. Me If You Can, uh, kind of handing the torch off to another generation. Yes, right. That run is the beginning of Tom Hanks being the the central focus. And then Catch Me If You Can is him handing that over to DiCaprio. Kind of, yeah. Great point. Great point. And DiCaprio takes over and just like, boom, I'm, now I'm working with Spielberg and Scorsese nonstop. And yep. uh, he's already had a pretty incredible run up until then with James Cameron and Danny Boyle. Mm. Uh, but yeah, the, Hanks was the first person I thought of. I'm like, I look at that run. Yeah. It's a stellar run. Yeah. When you look at De Niro's, it's like, I can, I have to defend. Yeah. Whereas with Hanks, it's just like, I don't look at that. There's nothing in there to defend. They're all, yeah, they're all stellar. Yeah. Um, so anyway, screw with you. Good there choices. are lists. There are lists. There are separate lists. We're going to put this thing together. Let me grab the bongos as as Matt starts the process of putting this together. All right. So, do you agree with me on Tom Hanks? That is the first major question. He's going to get the bongos. Do you All agree right. with me on Tom Hanks? Yeah, Tom Hanks won. That's fair. Absolutely. Especially after we just kind of broke it down that way. I think it absolutely has to be number one. All right. So then De Niro. And we'll say the 87 to 95. Yeah, that works. Right. Uh, Meryl Streep. That's a three five. Yeah, that works. You got Pacino at three, right? I do have Pacino at three, yeah. All right. So I got to cut and paste the people plus the years. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Denzel. You want to go Pacino next? Sure. Well, it's either that or Harrison Ford we have as a 5-7. What about Denzel? Where is he for you? I don't have him. Oh, once again, my top so you don't have Pacino or Denzel. In, or in, Tom in Cruise. Those. Or Tom Cruise. Wow. Interesting. Okay. We have in common left uh, I'm Harrison happy, Ford, Eddie Murphy, Russell Crowe. I'm happy to move Harrison in the top five. That's fine. But then we have to go with uh, Pacino and Denzel next, at least. Well, really? You're just five? calling your shot for two I'm guys. Just te- they're in my top five. I'm just telling you. Yeah, I've got my number four. Great. We'll do that. So you have Pacino. It's three. Three? Yeah. What's the year? Oh, uh, shit. Hold on. Uh, 92 to 97, I think we said with Pacino. Okay. You have Denzel where? Denzel's four for me, so we may have to flip. Uh, we do have to flip. All right. You got all uh, your top five, but all right, that's fine. We'll flip. <laughs> what that has to do with this, Please. I'm not sure. Please. All right. You call, you call it in the air. You call I'll, it this time. All right. I'll call it in the air. Flipping now. Going tails. Oh, it's it's a thing of beauty when it lands right, you know? You know what? It's a thing of fucking beauty. Jim uh, Carrey and then Denzel. That's ridiculous. All right. So we're, how many have we got left now? Well, Denzel, you're saying what years again? Oh, sorry. Uh, Denzel is ninety eight in nineteen eighty nine to two thousand one. Um, we have three spots left: eight, nine, okay. ten. So we've put. So we've got Eddie Murphy and Russell, right? So we, we should, don't. We need. To that's put what I'm saying. On. We need to put them on, right? Because we both have them in, on our lists. Yeah. Okay. So I've got Eddie at six and Russell at seven. 
Yeah, I have Eddie at eight and Russell at nine, so that works. Okay. All right, so Eddie there. Okay. Getting Russell next. Now we have one spot left. So my highest that's left is Tom Cruise at six. Tom Cruise makes the fucking list. Yeah! Tommy boy! Give me that smile. Uh, 86 to 2004. That's a superstar. on. 19 years. Star. Um, All right. Uh, Let's do this. The top 10 acting runs. Yeah. At number 10. Tom Cruise from 1986 to 2004. At number nine. Russell Crowe from 97 to 2007. At number eight. Eddie Murphy from 82 to 88. At number seven. Denzel from 89 to 2001. At number six, Jim Carrey from 94 to 2004. At number five, Al Pacino from 92 to 97. At number four, Harrison Ford from 80 to 85. At number three, Meryl Streep from 2002 to 2009. At number two, Robert De Niro from 87 to 95. And our number one acting run is... He is Tom Hanks from 92 to 2002. Reach for the sky. Nice stuff. Nice stuff there. A lot of fun breaking those things down for sure. Um, and we've got uh, Sam's list. Oh, yeah. Let's hear here. Sam's list. I said, um, there are so many ways to define run or streak. So I went with a run of critically acclaimed box office success or movies that I just enjoy. Mm-hmm. Also, depending on the length of the run, I allowed a clunker or two parenthetically or a movie i hadn't seen hmm. um he says i'm sure i'm missing a bunch of really good answers it's also said that i only have one actress and one person of color on the list though that may be more of an indictment on hollywood than me i think that's kind of true i think that's true i felt the same way yeah so did i, I was like there's yeah trust me you don't I think I looked at that. Luis Guzman's IMDb? You're fucking crazy. <laughs> I tried with Viola. I couldn't quite get there. I, no. Viola, Salma Hayek, uh, Penelope Cruz, yeah, Javier yeah. Bardem. Benicio came close, but not yeah. really. Benicio kind of drops off. Yeah, it does. It's not yeah. as solid as everybody else's. All right. At 10, he's got Ed Norton. Oh, nice choice. 99 okay. to 96. Uh, Fight Club, Rounders, American History X, Larry Flint, Everyone Says I Love You, and Primal Fear. Um, okay. And he's got nine at nine Harrison Ford, 80 that he went to 89, just like you did. Oh, yeah. Uh, Denzel, 98 to 2002. Oh, he cuts off the okay. early part. Goes falling to John Q. 98 to 2002. That's only, 2002. I guess, I guess that qualifies for five years. All right. Yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise, 86 to 99. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson. Oh. I didn't I, even think about Scarlett. I couldn't quite get there with Scarlett. What year did he go? What years did he go? Doing 2013 to 21. So her, Sheft, Winter Soldier, Lucy, meh. That's what he says. Avengers, Age of Ultron, Hail Caesar, Jungle Book, Civil War, Sing, Ghost in the Shell, Rough Night, Isle of Dogs, Infinity War, Endgame, Marriage Story, Jojo Rabbit, Black Widow. Dude, there's so much I can throw out of there. I don't know. I can't. There's quite a few. She's barely in Chef. And I would I would adjust you to go all, to go back to Under the Skin, which is in two thousand. So start with Under the Skin. You can even go to Don John, which a lot of people like, two thousand thirteen, 
uh, and go to her. But then you've got a chef. She's not really a big part of chef. That's Rough all. Night, I didn't see. That's all John, whatever his name is. I like Lucy. Avengers Age of Ultron is not a good movie. Hail Caesar is not a good movie. He's good in jung- She's good in Jungle Book. That's a good movie. Civil War. Sing I didn't see. Ghost in the Shell. She got absolutely skewered for. Rough Night is terrible. Yeah. Uh, but I'll give you Isle of Dogs. So there's too many for me to include Scarlet. That's why I couldn't make it work. I didn't. There were so many people. Like when we were starting this, I didn't look at uh, Nick Cage's. Oh, I did. Oh, Jesus Christ! I didn't. I, but I looked at so many, and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah. Nick Cage is like, it's too late now. I don't give a fuck." <laughs> um, but that, I, I knew there was going to be countless people like that. All right, five. He's got Brad Pitt. Yeah, I tried with Brad too. I couldn't quite get there. Couldn't, couldn't be either. Ninety nine yeah. to two thousand nine. But I think there's enough missteps in there in are. between. Yeah. There are. Um, four. He's got DiCaprio. Couldn't do it myself. Yeah, I couldn't either. 2002 to 2015. The problem is for like, there's a bunch in the runs where, plus I don't have the same affinity for a few of his movies that others do. He says a few clunkers. There's more than a few clunkers in that run. Yeah. His runs, you got Gangs in New York, Catch Me If You Can, The Aviator, Departed, Blood Diamond, Body of Lies, Revolutionary Road, Shutter Island, Inception, J. Edgar, Django, Great Gatsby, Wolf of Wall Street, The Revenant. I immediately I take out th- two or three of those. Yeah, at least. I, I, yeah, I, I I would toss out Blood Diamond, toss out Body of Lies. I know you like that film, I think. I toss out. See, the weird thing is, I take out Aviator before I took out both of those. Really? Oh, my God. No. I, I like never it. felt any connection to that movie. Fair enough. I would throw it at Revolutionary Road. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't get why people love Shutter Island. It is Me either. a boring ass movie. Yep. Um, Great Gatsby, did, Mike. Yeah, Great Gatsby, forget it. You can toss that out as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's just too did many. The same thing. Even Jay Edgar is kind of on the line, to be honest with you. It's a good performance. I, the film itself is kind of boring. Yeah, out of here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, three, he's got Russ Crowe. Yes. 97 to 2005. Mm-hmm. So he cuts it a little bit earlier than us. Mm, interesting. Okay. Uh, two is one that I thought about. He's I'm technically my 15, John Cazale. Oh, Cazale. It is, fits perfectly. Yeah. It's a five-year run. It's five right. movies. Yeah. I thought about it, but I was like, yeah, but then you stack it up to these others like Harrison and has the only short run like that where it's. But there are gaps here that are too big. Like Godfather conversation is two years. Godfather. Sorry. Dog Day Afternoon to Deer Hunters, three years. So those are too big, those gaps. But the fact that he was not that fact that every single film he was in was nominated for Best Picture, I think, or one Best Picture is pretty fucking incredible. See, it is. And one, he's got Tom Hanks. Yeah, Matt Tom Hanks. That makes sense. There you and then go. he's got honorable mentions in Nick Cage, Gina Davis, Jim Carrey, Matt Damon, Schwarzenegger, Jillian Hall, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Uh, I had all of those except for Spacey. Mm. Ditto. Uh, but I didn't even think about Spacey because he was one of countless people who IMDb. I couldn't. I couldn't do. I wanted to do fucking Humphrey Bogart or Catherine yeah. Hepburn or Gregory yeah. Peck or I looked at so many, but it just. Yeah. Because of those studio system years, it's like, ah, there's, I didn't see so many movies. I can't be honest with, with myself or anybody else and be like, oh yeah, no, it's definitely, look at that run. Be like, yeah. I, I tried seen. with Brando too, but there wasn't, it wasn't there. It wasn't uh, there. I, I tried with Paul Newman. I tried oh, with yeah. Robert Newman. Redford. I tried with Gene Hackman. I tried with, but they were all like, Here's three years that I know I can give you an honest assessment of. Right. Boom. Four year stretch. I got nothing. Like if you start with Brandon, you start with on the waterfront, right? In 54. Okay. 
But you've got Guys and Dolls, which he's terrible in. Tea House of the August Moon, which has shades of, of racism in him. Young Lions is damn good, but that's 58. So you've already jumped four years to get the next good one. And then uh, Fugitive Kind is damn good. One-Eyed Jacks is good. But then Mutiny on the Bounty is not that good. Ugly American, Bedtime Story, Moriturri, Chase. It just falls apart. It absolutely falls apart. And if you went the streetcar, you still have to include Viva Zapata, which is not that good. And the wild one, which is, I guess, good, but not really. But then Julius Caesar is the good one there. So it's just got a lot of uh, bad ones mixed in with some good ones. You know who I was kind of shocked I couldn't do was Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, me too, dude. I really was. I was like, I I know these movies. Yeah. It's got to be a five-year stretch for Jimmy to get in here. And then it's like, nope, nope, nope. Yeah. Haven't seen, haven't seen, haven't seen. Oh, I've seen that. It's fine. And then there's this other one. She's like, that's a, that's an all-time classic. Right. I even tried with Catherine Hepburn. I couldn't quite so get I. there because I haven't seen, I've seen the, the major ones. I haven't seen all of her films. So there were some smaller ones. Yeah. I'm like, I can't even tell you if that was good or not. You know? So. Yeah. She was, she, like a lot of actors started so long ago. Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole boatload of movies I've never even heard of before. Yeah. To, you know, Vanessa Bryant calls the mayor. That's like that. That's the title of the movie, and that's the movie. It's the female version of Mr. Smith goes to Washington. But it's like that was the studio system. They're just putting out, churning out movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I tried so many, and then eventually I got frustrated. I was like, I can't do this. Yeah, because I'm I'm finding a nada. Uh, so then I just focused on past like 45, 50 years. Wow. Okay. Uh, but there it is. With Sam, thank you for thank you, Sam. An incredible topic. We loved it. It was a shitload of homework, but worth it. Yeah, no shit. It was a nice challenge. It was if nothing else. Um. Okay. Well, let's wrap it up there because we're already at uh, almost two hours on this show. So thank you all so much for listening or watching. Uh, Matt, what do we have to tell them? Hit us up on Twitter at Top Ten Show and on Instagram and YouTube. It is forward slash the Top Ten Podcast. So please join the discussion. And if you'd like to suggest a topic, head over to Patreon.com forward slash the Top Ten with the number ten. We'd love to have you over there, part of the group. And uh, please follow me at Matt Nose. Check out Settle the Score. Um, and uh, that is it. Yeah, there you, go. you can follow me at the Roca says on Twitter and on Instagram. If you want to head on over to Twitch, the Outlaw Nation there as well, and my YouTube channel youtube.com slash john roca says come and enjoy all the stuff we're doing there um all right and yeah be part of the patreon for god's sakes ladies and gentlemen be part of the patreon some of you mentioned how you want to donate more because we've got a limit on how much you can donate per month but uh, we're exploring the possibility of opening the door for that let us know what you would want to get or what you would want to suggest or if you just want to donate more we can just create a level at a higher level there and we can just set it and say this is for people who want to donate this much but you don't have to so the perk is you get to donate and support the show. Uh, all right, that's it. Uh, let's get on out of here. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next time for a brand new episode of the Top 10 Show. Peace. Ooh.